Greetings and salutations, everybody. We are back with another episode of Bald and Bingeable. My name is D'Angelo, and I'm here to take you on an auditory journey of all things pop culture that we can help but consume. The stuff we are insatiable for, the things that we find truly bingeable. Today on the show, I have my good Judy, my sister in the Lord, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Nelson Castillo. Hello, Nelson. Hi. Hey, we haven't done this in a little while. I know, it's been a while. I know, so this is going to be like a special binge, binge bitches, bitches edition of Bald and Bingeable. So Binge Bitches is the show over on YouTube. You guys can find old episodes of that of me, Nelson, and Gunther breaking down whole Housewife episodes. And so when we started the audio podcast, we still wanted to keep a piece of this. So we are doing a Binge Bitches little fun little pop culture segment today. Um, and we'll be doing this from time to time. So let's talk a little bit about the oprah of it all oprah is back you guys <laughs> oprah is she's back. back yeah i like, mean she never really left but she's back yeah she never really left but the thing is but we haven't had a long form oprah interview in so long like just like, we haven't yeah oh my god and it felt and it felt like home it was like i would have liked that to come on at four o'clock in the afternoon on a tuesday <laughs> and i could have had some like bagel bites like let right? me let me have those like little mini pizzas like i need something yes. like that i want to sit on the floor and like yes. let me have a moment because oprah is like i miss that show <laughs> yeah it's so, good were you an oprah child um i wouldn't say i was an oprah child but we definitely did watch oprah so, like, I mean, we knew who she was, you know. So you you need to look for the behind the scenes the last season. Oh my yeah. god, it's the best. And so, but this is great. We have Oprah back with Megan and Harry talking Megxit. Okay, <laughs> how about Megxit is like one of my favorite new words, and we have to start using term. it. We need to they, use it from now on. Right? Like they when we're like, on, go go ahead. Yeah, no, they said it on CNN, and every time they say it on CNN, I can't help but laugh because CNN is such a, an established news channel that we <laughs> use for like real news. So when you hear like Anderson Cooper, you know, or like Andrew Como, not Andrew Como, yeah, Andrew Como say "Megxit," mm -hmm. uh, you're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay. in the Megxit. Like, okay, so my thing though is it's like I think we need to start using this term more in like real life now because um like when the clubs open back up like i want to be at the hole and i want to look at you and be like we need to make a meg we need to make a megxit and a megxit means like you just can't handle it anymore you have to leave you just have to leave i mean girl you, i've been making megxits the whole time before it was popular so like remember when mariah carey came with migrate and it was like i've got to migrate and like everybody was trying to say migrate for like two weeks and it didn't happen <laughs> I need to make Megxit happen, you guys. Megxit so needs to happen. When the world opens up, when I get that shot, bitch. Did you get your shot? I have not got my shot yet. I'm still searching every day for it. So, so hard. But I, I mean, I know. I mean, I've seen other people like in my industry because it has been opened up to food and agriculture workers. So mm -hmm. I'm seeing people in my industry get it. So it does make me hopeful. Um, I just maybe I'm not being persistent enough about trying to find it. But we'll see. I, mean, I have hope. So. I actually, I have to send you something because I found a resource that you can maybe use. And so, oh, perfect. Um, yeah. And like CVS, you can also do that and just have to keep on refreshing and it's like hell. But yeah. Um, but I think somebody here uh, will connect you. I think it was Paris that she had some way that all the people over there at Moe's were trying to, you know, in the Moe's universe were getting it. So, okay, <laughs> back to, so enough of the, about the COVID talk. But speaking of COVID talk, Megan and Harry, um, mm -hmm. I, Oprah was back in fine form. It was so, I have just a couple notes here. And so one of my things was, didn't they talk about the queen real nice the whole time? They did. They talked about her really nice with a big respect, admiration. Like no one ever talked badly about her. Or I think she was never like, you know, it was never like suggested that she was a bad person. Is that because they want her crown? Is that or not like the literal crown, but like, like that's what they want is like, they want some jewels. <laughs> like she about to die can you give me some jewels and say nice stuff about grandma 
I mean, possibly. I mean, but I think maybe she does really have a deep admiration for her, you know, because that story she told about when they were in the car on the tour and she shared the blanket with her, like she said, that was a very like grandma moment that was very mm-hmm. warm and welcoming. So like, I just think maybe there were a lot of things that didn't get brought to the queen's attention. So she just didn't know, but that seems very unrealistic though too for you know the grandmother to not know what's going on with her own family it's a little bit of like both i think you know, some some people were turning an eye and the thing is like it's not so bad everything's fine yeah. you know what i mean i think some of that made have like like weighed into it and so i don't really have much of like i don't feel anything about the queen you know what i mean like she's just yeah i don't yeah She's just some old lady who's been in there for a long time. <laughs> like, and, and, you know, like her husband looks scary. Um, like he really does. He looks like a Dementor without like the robes. Like it's just thing. Don't come at me in the comments. Don't, don't cancel. Me. <laughs> like, okay. Those people, because there's, there's like some real, like, like, you know, people who like love the Royals and they have like a whole affinity towards them. And so oh, it was crazy. For sure. What were your general thoughts like about about this whole Meghan Markle of it? How do you feel about her? I mean, I like her. I never really knew anything about her. Like, I never really kept up with the royal family. You know, it just wasn't my thing. Nobody um, knew anything about her, girl. Yeah, no. So, it, so it's fine. So, but I mean, I do believe her story. I do believe that you know, I don't think anyone would want to make up such you know abuse or felt like they were so mistreated would be so vocal and about all people to be vocal about your mistreatment with would be Oprah, because like you mm-hmm. said, the very Oprah of it all, Oprah's a very reliable, you know, journalist and someone that we all grew up with in our homes and have known for a while and to be quite credible, you know, and even for Oprah, like the Oprah of it all, for her to come out of retirement or even be like, hey, I want this interview. I'm going to do this interview. So, I mean, it was very important, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very nice to kind of hear everything because even like she kept herself really well poised and, you know, she could have, like she's out of the kingdom now. She doesn't need to be this well poised woman. She could have been, you know, very, um, I hate to use the term black woman about it, but she could have been very, you know. Don't you think that was the issue though? I I feel like there's a restraint that was kind of put on her because she is a woman of color. You, you know, uh, we're we're both people of color. And the thing is, is when our experiences are going to be different from what Megan's is, so we don't really know. But I think on that one, on the end there, though, of when you are a person of color, you want to sometimes tone down your hand gestures and you're not going to come at things sideways because you don't want to be perceived as fiery you know and on her side she don't want to be an angry black woman you know what i mean absolutely and i i totally agree with that but then that also kind of takes away from your um authenticity i want to say like you're not being your true authentic self because you're trying to put you know sensors on yourself and you don't need to do that like it's great that she's smart enough to do that but maybe she just lets that down a little bit and brings that vulnerable side to her to not worry about what anyone's gonna think that would be great. You know, it's very, um, I know we're talking drag race today, but it's very candy news. You know, she's very, I'm going to say what I'm going to say because it's the time I have to say it. So mm-hmm. if she would have just gave us a little bit of that, I think, I think, yeah, I think maybe more because I'm not looking at statistics. Like I haven't seen like people say like, you know, are black women standing by Meghan Markle or women of color standing by her? Or are they just thinking that, you know, she, you know, had I the think, good life, but now it's complaining. So, but, but uh, I think that in our experience, again, you know, but like in your home life, you know, coming coming from a house that you know, um, black and white and and whatnot, and, and Latino, yeah. and Latinx. Yeah, I, um, I grew up in did, a very did you guys, Latino household. Did y'all care about the royal family? No, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't I like I said, we didn't really even know about it. Like my mom loved princess diana like i know that, that was she it watched, she watched the, her wedding and all that but that was mm-hmm. it like she, no one really followed the royal family you know nobody so, followed the royal family the only thing that people really follow about the royal family that we even had like i think exposure to was like the pop culture of it all because of like it was diana and it was you know when when she died like everything was you know everything stopped the world stopped for a minute you know it was a cultural moment and i think that everybody yeah. jumped in and then even before that the gossip about Camilla and and Charles and that sort of thing. You remember that that like permeated everything. But yeah, 
yeah, so I think that, you know, it's just a different kind of experience. I think that, that we, we all would have with that. I'm going to switch gears a little bit here and just kind of make light of this because we're going to talk about some drag race in a little bit and some reality shows, but okay. Oh. The fact that they stayed at Tyler Perry's house. Right. <laughs> don't you Tyler want Perry. to, I, I, I want to imagine them both in Medea <laughs> Mumu's up on that couch looking like some like 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 some like real like like you know refugee immigrants like that's what i wanted right. them, them inside of tyler perry's clothes right. <laughs> like, like sleeping on the couch at his house that's that's what right. i want to imagine even though They're we like know at tyler perry's in atlanta of all places too probably you know <laughs> a big one like he's got so many homes he's got so much money like tyler perry needs to adopt me right <laughs> I'll but, NDA. I won't say anything. Just adopt me. Just adopt me. But, well, here's the other thing too, because the information has come out about like like Harry and everything, and like you know, Diana. Apparently, she left all of her fortune to to Harry and nothing to William because William was going to be king. Ooh. Well, the thing was, wow. is William would be king one day, and so she knew that she had to take care of Harry because William was going to always be fine. You know? Yeah. And yeah. For so sure. You know, he's he's he literally is future king. Like he's that person in the line. And so she left her money. So it was like sixteen million dollars. So you try to tell me that you had sixteen million dollars from your mom, and you had a couch surf? <laughs> <laughs> well, they had to, they had to find their own way. Which I mean, and they said at the beginning of the interview too that that house was their home. It's not Oprah's house, even though Oprah lives up the street. So they live in Santa Barbara mm-hmm. and Oprah's neighbor, like your, your neighbor is, oh, yeah, your, Mon- your, 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 your neighbor is Oprah, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> so you're not Santa doing Bar- that. You're not doing bad at all. Plus you're able to afford security for your family, which is one of the main concerns that he did have. Yeah. So the other yeah. gossip too, is that um, they were at Ellen's house. Some people, that's what they said, you know, is hmm. that, that, that that's Ellen because it was something I, it was a TikTok that came out and it was like a like a little bit of a reddit thread i did quick google you people so you have to look for google yourself everything is alleged here okay so that's just what we're going to put out there this is bald and bingeable i ain't making no money right now so <laughs> google it but anyways but the, the situation is is that you know ellen when she was doing her how when she was doing her show from inside of her house in the beginning of the in the beginning of the pandemic last year um that the windows behind her that's her furniture back there Mm. and so they were saying that's where they were sitting and then some people like no that wasn't her house those are really really popular chairs but apparently those chairs are now sold out (laughs) like that those chairs were designed by christopher knight aka you know brady bunch um oh wow yeah he designed those and that's christopher knight makes furniture now Yep, he designs furniture. And those are like 500 bucks a pop. And they're sold out right now. So That's thanks, Megs. That's the Oprah right? touch, man. That's going to be on like the fa- that's going to be on the favorite things. Everyone's so. like, I wanted this chair. Like, I'm like, whatever. Everyone like... gets a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, patio furniture is like the least of my concerns right now in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. But people get that stimmies. You're going to get that patio furniture. Um, Girl, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get them new J's, okay? Those University Blues that sold out, okay? <laughs> I'm not. I can't. I do. I don't go anywhere. I don't need to buy anything anymore. Like That's I've been true. buying stuff that has elastic waistbands. That's yeah. what's happening in this weather. No, just, <laughs> like, right? no. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I got to start working out again. Anyways, let's work out ourselves over to RuPaul's Drag Race. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah. talk about it. Let's talk about Every it. Week. Somebody's so, gonna be in the bottom. Like Every, I said, so like I said, little girl, I'm around side, 30 years. And I'm sitting here pretty. And safe. you are pretty. So let me be arrogant. Let me be arrogant, baby. It does not change what I said. I said what I said. So if you guys, if you guys are not completely caught up uh to drag race and drag race UK by this point, um, I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Listen to this later. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> the week before, Utica is now charged up because snatch game just happened she did that horrible thing of bob ross with the so bad yeah like what was she thinking i don't know (laughs) so she's very i want to say she is very in touch with her feelings and making sure that everything is cultural appropriate and not 
appropriating any culture. I think that is something she just needs to let go of. And, you know, even RuPaul said it to her this last episode, like if you're coming from a loving place, you know, then that's mm-hmm. all that's gonna matter. People are gonna see that. They're not gonna look at you as appropriating this culture. So I she think, needs to get over those hangups for sure. I think she was felt terrified though, because of the whole, yes. I mean, this was filmed at the height of the, the pandemic and the, Black the, Lives the protests. Matter. Yeah, yeah. Like the protesting was happening. And so the thing is, I think, and then they're not really getting any news anymore. So he has no idea what's going on outside. So I do right. give him a little bit of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That they are, they are in a, in, in a uh, little box here, but <clears throat> when he's like, and he, when he's like, he's like, I just, you know, isn't it exhilarating to be in the bottom? Don't you, did you love it? <laughs> like, hey, Candy, did you, lo- you love being in the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> I think for some of the queens, because like, um, and we've talked about this before, not on the show, but a lot of the queens, you know, they come from the bar atmosphere. And so lip syncing is what they can do. It's where they get to prove prove themselves and they get to shine and for Utica she was like I got this like I know I'm good at this and I mean I was really impressed with her lip sync I did not think she was gonna lip sync like that um I thought she was gonna go home but was very impressed that she didn't get to go home so dark horse this season to win yeah for sure absolutely she's the lovable weirdo for sure she's she's taking that yeah she like she's the new the new uh what's her name crystal method you know what i mean that kind the of new way. crystal method yeah absolutely <clears throat> okay so this episode had the makeover challenge COVID edition COVID um, edition <laughs> so okay so <laughs> I have a for you randomly we're not really doing a recap we're just gonna jump it through ideas yeah okay fine. so if you saw uh, all the queens in a room and you got <laughs> to choose who you were gonna get to look like for the day <laughs> tell me who you would want to look like and tell me why it's not Tina Burner. <laughs> <laughs> well, not Tina Burner because even though I do love orange, red, and yellow uh, <laughs> and sometimes gold, um, her aesthetically, her drag is like not my thing. Love her as a person. She's great. She's a great entertainer. But if I wanted to look like someone, it's not her. Um, if I want to look like someone, I want to say it's a cross between Rosé and maybe Gottmik. Because um, Gottmik's got like the best makeup skills for sure. Mm-hmm. And Rosé can be sexy and fun, I think, sometimes too. Like the two of them together is great. Yeah. So See, I think I would let Candy Muse dress me. Yeah, Candy honesty. Muse would because she, like, I, she's I, a big I, girl. I think, and I, there's a lot of controversy around her right now, and a lot of people feel yes. different ways about her, but baby, she's good TV. She is damn good TV. She's good TV. I love <sighs> Candy. I've said from day one that I love Candy. I identify with Candy because I know what it's like to be the loud big girl because mm-hmm. I am the loud big girl. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I love her. Like, she's absolutely amazing. I made a bet with my best friend, Colin, that she will make it to top four. Um, and so... I, I have a feeling be- they will. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna keep her because she's good ass TV. Like, she's really good TV. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. and this and past episode showed that you know when she got mouthy on the runway, <laughs> I, I was living for that moment because Which, here's the thing: a lot of people don't realize this is your moment, girl. You're never gonna get this moment again. Like, take your moment, run with it. Like, say what you want to say. So <laughs> she sounds like the Tasmania devil, yo. Like. <laughs> Like totally, she really absolutely. was when she was like, <laughs> she was like, we look, we look great. We look really good. Like a root. Thank you. It's like, it went, okay. But at that moment too. <laughs> but like the whole thing here though, is like when Rue goes, thank you. At the end of that little diatribe. <laughs> Right, and, and you know she was like, "Thank you for that good ass TV." Like you know right. she's thinking that in her head. <laughs> Thank like, you for my another thing. Emmy coming up. Thank you so much. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Is there's all these people who are like, "Worst season ever." Worst season ever. I don't think it's the worst season ever. No, they, I don't they, think they, it's the worst season ever at all. It's just it's long. Unfortunately, like this started in January, and mm-hmm. we're in the middle of March now. <laughs> so that's well, why it's been long. 
they they have no other programming. VH1 has nothing else. Nothing. <laughs> like, right. And, so, and Drag Race is bringing the Emmy, so we're gonna keep that Emmy TV going. Like, well, here, I'm I'm also a very very big like contender that Drag Race isn't about who wins. It really isn't because the thing is, no. if you if you win, then great, you make the hundred thousand dollars, but you only make fifty six thousand yeah. dollars after the the taxes know, and everything. Take out the taxes and everything else. But if you're making those five grand a pop, if you're making that money as you get up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that shit gets really really taxed because yeah. it's all it's like they tax it like lottery winnings, you know? Yeah, you so, have to make a name for yourself too, because not a lot of the winners really have done that and made like a very prosperous career out of it. Like Bianca Del Rio has, Alaska has done that, but not too many of these girls really know how to navigate their career or brand themselves, which is kind of unfortunate. So they it get just stuck depends. on doing, well, well, you know, I think the winners have all kind of, I think lately a lot of them have found success. You know what I mean? Like, cause you have like your, yeah. tri- your, your Trixie who is just everywhere, you know? Yeah. Um, you did, I think other girls who have done some stuff with it, like what's her name? Um, Aquaria, you know, she's, she's got a lot of deals and everything else that she's pushing you know so i think like a lot of the winners like your bb zahara you never hear about her yeah we haven't heard from her yeah even raja for that matter like i know she's got a a podcast but like yeah we won't see her as much as we do bianca and alaska even bob the drag queen you know like we don't see them out bob is everywhere right now girl yeah bob is everywhere right now so i mean these girls really know what to do with their careers or they know how to stay in the game which is great they're not just you know they don't have to be the girl on the boss events you know drive-in drag show (laughs) no shade towards boss but i'm just saying like well the thing is is now but you know what bianca's headlining that now so bianca's headlining that now though because she has some coins well it's it's, you know pandemic has happened plus i think people just want to get they want to get out of the house and i think if you're a comedian like bianca that you you need that audience you need people in front of you laughing and like giving you that moment but more tina burner and those outfits dude (laughs) like do you know what i just realized that she looks like Hmm. bob the builder with a wig (laughs) yeah that's good yeah, I think that's what it is. Like when she had Rose in that flame outfit and Rose was like, turn it and burn it. I like, literally, bitch, literally burn it. <laughs> and I hate I like that I don't like, like her I'm stuff. not wearing this gown. Yeah, she's like, I'm not wearing this gown because I'm not going to be able to lip sync in this gown. <laughs> she's she like, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be Kamora Hall stuck in a gown and able to move. <laughs> okay, didn't Rose and Tina look like they didn't finish putting their makeup on? Yes. Yeah, they both did. Yeah, they, they both looked unfinished. <laughs> like it was just like unwritten. Like like it just felt like very. Like, mm. Oh my god! And those eyes that D- Denali gave to freaking uh, Olivia. Oh. Those eyes. <laughs> I mean, it was it was Denali. Like we knew that was Denali when it walked down, but it was still not good. So it just it like the ones who were good looked good and polished. The ones who didn't look good just looked a little dusty. They looked like old costumes. You know. Yeah. It was yeah. like, it's like that competition at Rich's Nightclub in San Diego, like when they have <laughs> on Wednesday nights, when they like get like five drunk people out of the audience and make them do quick drag. <laughs> like <laughs> That was kind of what it was like. Like they were dressed for the mini challenge while everybody else was ready for the maxi. <laughs> yeah. I think right now it's Simone was amazing. And so was, and Utica just looked amazing. Those two really, yeah. really pulled it out. Well, the minute Simone pulled the BAPS outfit out, I was like, yes, bitch. I was like, you are doing that. I love that. No one has done like, you know, the O to Holly Berry and mm-hmm. BAPS, which is like, if you've never seen BAPS, like, please do yourself a favor and watch it. You will not regret it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's, it's like, it's such good comfort food. <laughs> like, yeah. And uh, bam, booyah, bam. booyah. That's what I, I wanted the booyah wig. I was like, we get the booyah, <laughs> it would have been too dead on, but I think she did a really, really good like interpretation, you know what I mean? Like, it was, it was, she cosplay. Did a, yeah, it was great, um, it was amazing. So, I was like, yes, this, and I'm like, I'm like, this is gonna be the winner. And if Utica could just get over herself, I could still see her pulling it off, and she did, and it was amazing, it was so good. Utica's outfit made sense to me after it was on. You know what I mean? Like the skin being pulled off of the the body muscles. Yeah, 
because we didn't see that at first when she was trying it on with her. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, it was it was beautiful. It was amazing. It was very Utica. And, you know, even the judges said they're like, you know, your concepts are just they're there. They're so high end and they're well thought out, like, and they look expensive. Like, I mean, and it's true. So I'm really glad that that worked out for both of them. It was it was cute and interesting the way they had Cher Margolis, the psychic who they did in the beginning, because there was no mini challenge. And they, they did that. Yeah, like we, I breezed past that because it wasn't that important. I didn't really love the readings. I didn't think there was anything that was like, wow, yeah. there was like no. a cow, like, like Utica's cow. But it was cool that she was the one who supposedly paired them all up so they could learn things from each other. Mm-hmm. And so and I think that that pairing did go well was the Simone and Utica one. And it really is like it's Simone's it's, it's Simone's contest to lose right now. Like it, we For all sure, feel absolutely. it. Simone is going to probably be our winner right now with like Utica being the dark horse. And I think the yeah. other two that are going to be up there are going to be Candy Muse and Got Mick. That's my feeling. That, that's... I think, well, my top four pick is going to be Candy, Simone, Got Mick, and I think Rosé. I think Rosé is definitely going to be there. Like, I think Utica could probably get there, but I mean, Rosé is really impressing me right now. Like, she's pretty great. She is. I just hated her in that red wig and that dusty face yesterday. <laughs> and, I, and I, like, I think I put her out of my mind. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're like, I'm done with her. So, like, I just, I didn't love it. And it, I don't know. I just, she's a great queen, but I, yeah. you know, okay, this is like, this happens like every other season. And I want to be careful with my words because I do book these girls and I do love them. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to be shady because the thing is, is this is, no. we have to think about this in the context that this is a TV show. This is yeah. like producers have put this together and they're showing us one, one side of what people are doing. And like, we, we can joke around about Tina Burner, but she's an amazing queen. But the, this yeah. is just she's coming off a certain way on the show and it just it feels a way it, it feels yeah. weird how it happens sometimes her. to some of the best queens that we have like even you know mayhem miller like i love mayhem to death and mm-hmm. i don't want to say unfortunately it was like an editing thing that happened to her but mayhem miller when you see her live in person she takes her breath away like she is mm-hmm. amazing and sometimes some of the girls drags just doesn't translate well to the tv I think like that the producers, I feel like the producers, this is in my own opinion, um, they know who they want in those top four spots, you know, as they're casting. Yeah. They, they they know who they want to feel like this is going to be our winner and these other people will fall in. And as long as our winner doesn't fuck up, then we're okay. And I think yeah. that they, they had the narrative that they didn't want to get rid of Utica, you know, or Simone, you know, that whole thing. But I have a feeling that that week, everybody would have been saved. Wait, yeah. wait, when when did we get a double save? When was that? We got the double save for it wasn't snatch game. It was the one before that when they did the sunflower dress challenge or the yellow challenge. See, um, I think that that the reason why the, the reason why Candy Muse didn't go home that was the Candy Muse save. Yeah, that was, was the Candy it was Muse it was Candy Muse versus Simone. Number one, they don't want to get rid yeah. of Simone. Simone is their front runner. You feel it. You can feel it right now. Yeah. And then Candy's good ass TV. That is the silky silky ganache of the season. You know what I mean? Like that is somebody yeah. who it's polarizing. Half the people hate her, half the people love her, but people got strong opinions and they are tweeting. They are yeah. putting posts up. Like these people they're on Facebook. About it. Yeah. These people on Facebook that they're always talking shit about Candy Muse. And you're just like, you know that you're making her trend. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like you're helping. You're helping the yeah. conversation. Like, you know. And, and I'm and over like, and I'm over it too because it happens every season. Every season you get the loudmouth girl. Everyone hates her automatically. But it's like, hey, put yourself in their position. If they call this the Olympics of drag, RuPaul's Drag Race. Like if I was in the Olympics of drag, you better believe I probably would not know how to act at all. I would probably be so obnoxious. <laughs> so it's like that's why I say I relate to her because I get that. Like you're living your dream. It's like it's your fantasy. Like. I made it like I did this like I'm gonna act a fool I'm gonna absolutely 100% well and you also know that you need to get good get some screen time you know what I mean yeah absolutely but, for sure but the other but the other half of it too though is Candy Muse the people who know Candy Muse they're like she's that's kind of her you know what I mean <laughs> like, yeah like she's not really fronting that much like it's just she, it, she, <laughs> she's, she's putting out there what what it is but I think she's just in the situation okay like I talked about this um 
in an interview that's going to come out later this week with Miss Goddess Sydney. I have a, an interview coming out later this week with the Dominatrix. We talked about this that you know, like when we are as dancers, and I think this happens with the drag queens, and it happens with Dominatrix. And like, if you are a performer of any kind, if you're if your job, you turn on one part of that of your personality when you go out there. You know what I mean? Absolutely, one hundred percent. And you and you turn it all the way up to a hundred. So you're gonna turn up that thotty bitch. You're gonna turn up the you know the sleazy one, that nympho. That's gonna be the person who's gonna be on the box, you know, for the next two hours. So then, every, so everybody's gonna be looking at you. And I think that's yeah. what also happens in this drag situation is is that when Candy Muse puts it on, she turns into this bitch, and she turns it up to a hundred because now you're on, you know. You're uncomfortable. You haven't eaten much. You are dealing with a pan- <laughs> you're, you're dealing with a pandemic. You don't get to see your friends. You don't have a phone. You know what I mean? Like she is at a hundred all the time. And yeah. if she wasn't, we would have a boring ass season. Absolutely, so, for sure. And that's the other side of the coin. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, we would have a boring season if it wasn't for this woman. So, are you guys happy that we have a fun season, or? You're not happy that we don't have a fun season. So I like how you said this woman. <laughs> this woman. <laughs> I love her. She's great. <laughs> yeah. So the um, a lot of people are pissed off because of who went home. Spoiler alert again. Um, yeah. But the. I mean, I was ready for this queen to go home. No shade. I think we've seen everything we needed to from her. So for me right now, the elimination order is happening the way it needs to. <laughs> She's given um, us no surprise. She hasn't. Yeah, she, yeah. How about Rue though? When Rue was walking through the room and how shady was that? When she was like, Tanali, you went a lot at the beginning of this competition and now not so much. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? And like when she's like doing like the walk arounds, you know, <laughs> and like Tanali's like, well, <laughs> like, 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 what do you say to that? RuPaul yeah. just called you out. She said you were a winner. Right. <laughs> the lady said, "Go home." <laughs> <laughs> go home, girl. Go home. <laughs> That's one of my favorite quotes. But that, um, I, I really, I think that uh, in in the final lip sync, it was Olivia who was doing better. And the thing is, is and I think we have more to see from her. Her face, man. Her face. She looks like a cartoon. It is so perfect and like yeah. symmetrical and like her skin is like terracotta like it's just like it's beautiful you know there's no pores and like you like look at her and then when she had on that white and blue eyeshadow i thought to myself no no denali did that to her and that's why denali had to go home because of the eyeshadow (laughs) (laughs) totally i mean Mm -hmm. and i know we talked about the lip sync song not one of the best you know songs i think to choose from i hate when rue chooses like these kind of ballads or these kind of the shackles off my feet so i can dance (laughs) i was just like what are we doing because i mean like i i love music so i don't want to say that i don't know music but i'm not really familiar with mary mary's music i know that it's like gospel and like my mom my mom has a video somewhere and i think so does one of my cousins of me (laughs) choreographing mary mary shackles (laughs) To a bunch of white kids. Oh my god! At the church I went to school at, and so in Ohio, right? Oh, in Ohio, baby. (laughs) Like, I just want to praise him. I just want (laughs) to praise him. He broke that chains out. That song did slap though. Back in the day, like I would bump that in my car. It was like one of the only Christian songs (laughs) I was still like listening to. (laughs) And so I like went through a whole thing, and so. But um, yeah, that song, like they've been doing weird songs. And so they did a weird song yeah. also. Like the UK does a lot of weird songs too. UK, UK does stuff that I think is great Popular for the UK. UK. Like, like they chose Steps. Like, oh my God, I remember Steps. Like I wasn't into it, but I remember a lot of my friends were into Steps. It was like back, you know, when you first started going clubbing, you went to Tiger Heat and they played like all those like great teeny bop songs. But Steps would come on every now and then. People would like lose their mind when Steps came out. Oh my God, Steps! Yeah, they'd be like, "Okay, great." Like <laughs> that's like when like Fifi Dobson would come on when we were in Pittsburgh, and people would be crazy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember Fifi Dobson? Yes, I remember Fifi Dobson. <laughs> okay, how about like almost everybody that I know? 
has like a weird Fifi Dobson story. Like I found like like that have that have went to like Warp Tour, Lollapalooza, anybody that I know, they're always like, yeah, I was like hanging out outside like, and there was a taco truck, and a Fifi Dobson was there, and she was with Pete Wentz, and the four of us had tacos. I was like, what? <laughs> like, like people always got Fifi Dobson stories. <laughs> like she's more famous now to me than like back in the day. Yeah, like Fifi, she's just hanging out. Just People, if you don't know who Fifi Dobson is, please Google that as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's flip over to the UK of it all. Bing, bang, bong, sing, sang, song, ding, ding, dong. UK. I thought, I'm going to say this in the preface. Okay, so the week before on UK was, oh the, com- was, was the comedy challenge. And yes. there was in uh, Miss Bimini Bamboulash yet again. <laughs> pulled out another great win she's doing fabulously and so she's ever since amazing. snatch game when she was katie price sent her into oh my the God. orbit and, so good and i don't but, know who katie price is but i remember watching that and i was like she is so funny like i love her like she's gonna win like she was I mean, great katie price is like anna nicole how Anna Nicole gotcha. was to, when Anna Nicole was to us back in the day. Yeah, that was Katie Price back in the early two thousands in the UK, and then she kept on doing different like reality shows, and like now she's kind of like reality show superstar, a la Amarosa, kind of a legend. You know what I mean? Like in the reality world, and uh, and she's had some hot husbands and all that kind of a thing, and she's just over the top, and that's who Katie Price was. So, anyways, back to where this was. My favorite thing about this whole entire situation with the order, the the the, the dramatic order of <laughs> people in the comedy show. So the whole thing about it being a shit sandwich, you put the good person in the front, you put the good person at the end, you put yeah. all the people in the middle. And I love what Ellie did. I think she played the game. It is one, I think that if more drag queens played the game like this it gives this show longevity look like drag drag race will be on forever if it starts to evolve this way yeah 100 i think and a lot of the queens like you said they don't take advantage of that like you know can we go back on all stars 2 and if detox would have eliminated alaska like who Mm would have been our winner then you know like would we be sitting in different grounds you know if shangela would have sent trixie home you know like would Mm -hmm. we would would it be just completely different it's like it would be completely different because if you played for yourself and not played and not played the game because yeah or yeah. social media, if you take the social, because everybody was so afraid yeah. of sending home Valentina that one year, you know what I mean? Because of her social yeah. media. But like, but that was the whole thing here. And so I would love to see this game evolve. And I like, I want to see the backstabbing now. Like, you can still be I good friends. It. It, like, if they turn this, <laughs> okay, I bring this up on every fucking show. And I think some people are so over it. But have you watched Survivor? Have you ever? <laughs> no, I've never okay. watched it, but I, okay. I know the premise. Yeah. So the premise pre- <laughs> here, you know, is that everybody's competing for the for for to be this to be number one and yeah. everybody starts voting each other off, you know? And you do certain things because you have alliance with, with with certain people. I think that's where the next generation of drag of drag race is gonna have to go because yeah, we've had now a whole generation that has grown up watching the show these kids like yeah. some of the people who are on the show now are like i started watching when i was eight years old and now you grew now up I'm on with the it. show yeah yeah so the show has to evolve and i think ellie diamond was one of the best examples of like where this show can go and Absolutely. how crazy and controversial it threw everybody's game off except yeah. for bim except for bimini bimini went out there and was yeah. just a pro you know yeah she's like i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do yeah and that's what i think too i think some of the girls need to look at it like because i know lawrence cheney was very upset like she's like you set me up to fail i was like no if you would have been great you would have been great who's to say that just because you went mm-hmm. someone went before me and they were going to be great that i couldn't shine as well like that's yeah. just the thing you know so what if everybody like, would have been good you know what i mean absolutely then, then we would have had a great show so and, um, and i just think that everything about that and like what it's showing too is like I think at the beginning of the season, I was all about Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence is gonna win. Lawrence is gonna win. Oh, this this thumb no. with hair is gonna win. Like, <laughs> d- 
Don't he no, remind was... you a little bit of like, did you ever play Earthworm Jim? Back... <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So there is a game called Earthworm Jim. As we're talking, I'm going to like pull up a picture of it. But there was these, <laughs> there was these evil thumbs that, that would like chase him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's done well. I, I, I mean, I wanted Ahura to win. I think Ahura was absolutely amazing. When she left last week, I was heartbroken because I was like, she was just so good. And that lip sync was actually a great lip sync. That could have been a double save lip sync, I thought, but it wasn't because spoiler alert, this one was. <laughs> mm-hmm. But and rightfully so. So right now, my queens to win. I think Ellie Diamond could definitely win the crown, even though she hasn't had any wins. And then I'm definitely Team Bimini for sure because Bimini has just been like rocking it like this whole time. Like she's been so outstanding. So. And Tace is great, but I don't know. Tace is be a- so beautiful. So beautiful, gorgeous, and it's the like, listing assassin of the season, apparently. So yeah, <laughs> she keeps ending up down there, and it's like, oh, she's gonna be, she's gonna fight back. She's gonna fight back. The yeah. um, Lawrence Cheney though is just not coming across good anymore. You know what I mean? This is kind yeah. of just they're just they they put him up on a pedestal and they just tore him down before the season was even over. He's such a baby yeah. lately. And yeah. so what if it would have been me, you know, and yeah. then when he was like, didn't get a badge, was it worth it? And it was like, <laughs> and, and I it was, do love their shadiness of the UK girls. Like they answer questions like flat out to each other. Like they're not hiding anything, you know, that, <laughs> but my thing was, is like, it's not about getting the badge. It's about keeping yourself alive for another week. You know? Absolutely. For sure. Cause you want to stay to the end, you know, like, Mm-hmm. So I was just like, was it worth it? I was like, yes, he's still there. That's what I said to the TV. And I don't even like Ellie Diamond. Like they, like I don't like love Ellie Diamond, but they are like making me like like redefend her. You know what I mean? Yeah, like for sure. The thing That's is, why I was is like she can win. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but the thing is, is they're all good, and I think that's also happening on the other th- on the American version, the the U.S. version. Is yeah. that we're we are down to a point where all the queens are actually really good. There is nobody yeah. who is a booger right now. You know, you, there's nobody who's yeah. like, get that bitch out of here. They're all great. Yeah, they're all great. Okay, yeah. But talking about boogers, <laughs> the boys from the UK, like when they're when they're boys. <laughs> yeah, no, not like, happening, right? There's there's not one of them that I would be like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, hey, maybe Ellie Diamond, but like if she's not wearing earrings, like can we get the earrings out of your ear, please? <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't care about earrings or anything. I just, I feel like he looks too young for me. I'm just not into. He that. is too young, absolutely, 100. percent But he's definitely got a great face. So I'm a sucker for a cute face. So maybe if he grew a beard, maybe I'd, I'd think differently because he does maybe, have yeah. a because because he does have that thick little body. So. Yeah, hey because... Ellie. Hey Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> hey Daddy. Come see us in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe not because in ten years I'll be too old. <laughs> I won't. I I was really shady last night when I wrote my notes as I was watching this. So <laughs> apparently I felt like Lawrence Cheney looks like that big boned girl that we all went to middle school with in high school that smoked <laughs> cigarettes. Like you remember yeah. her. Like you remember, yeah, I remember her. her. Like she got fingered at McDonald's after the game. Like that's the girl. <laughs> that's who Lawrence Cheney looks like. And so, yeah. and I wrote Bibbity looks like an Olsen twin. How about the um the puppets of it all? The puppets like, was great, and Bibbity got it so good, didn't she? She did. She had, who did she have? She had Lawrence Cheney. She had Lawrence Cheney, but yeah. Lawrence he had Ellie and just went vicious, and it just didn't land. It was just it didn't like land. yeah. It, it felt uncomfortable. It was like you mean this stuff, and then yeah. do you kind of feel because then when they kind of like led to it like later about how those two were like really good friends and that they were, you know, that's that's why he felt so shaded by by the whole situation that you know totally. why did you why did you set me up to fail which added a new layer because I was like ooh you at least have to have your allies girl and you did not set up your ally that was yeah. one thing but it did feel a little bit like Lawrence kind of has a crush right on uh, one on of the Ellie. girls on Ellie on Ellie I don't know maybe I thought they were just friends like they were sisters like they were saying so maybe it just felt a little bit like hmm what's going on here because you or they're just super super close and that that's why he was so upset because he was super upset for like no reason it felt anyways i wrote in the puppets part i just wrote just hand bimini the crown because she was so good so good she's been doing great so Mm -hmm. i think she definitely deserves to win my only thing that 
that's not even a huge thing with Dimini, but I like her dark hair as opposed to the blonde hair. Like I just think like when she was Katie Price, I was like, yes, that look is amazing. Like, so when she's in the darker wigs, like I love that more for her. So, it makes her look healthier. Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's it, what it is. Cause the blonde wigs, like she just, is, it looks, it feels like she's washed out or. It's not know. washed out. It's just, a, she becomes monochromatic. Cause it's like, she's kind of, already, yeah. she's already kind of yellowy. You know what her I mean? Skin like just, yeah. Her skin, her skin tone is so light already as it is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think she's more bombshell when she's like in the, like the browns, blacks, even red hair, I think would look great on her. I didn't really care about the letters. That they yeah. Sent. I didn't care about like, the letters. They were cute. You know, it was very that, you know, what would, you know, little Bimini have to say to, you know, little John or whatever their name is. Like it was very that moment, but they're not yeah. giving that moment, you know? It, so I feel like it would have been stronger if they just really would have done FaceTime videos with the families. I mean, for sure. Absolutely. It's still COVID safe. That's what they should have done was just get a zoom yeah. and let me see grandma actually say this. Let me, you know, yeah. Then I just would have connected more. It just became more about them. Like they're reading. Cause yeah. They're hamming it up and all that, you know. They had that little uh, Zoom session with Natalie Cassidy from EastEnders. I've yeah. never watched EastEnders. Have you? No. Like I said, um, like, like I love UK Drag Race. And the thing I do love about it is that it does kind of educate you about the UK customs and the UK pop culture, things that you wouldn't know. Because there's a lot of things that I don't know. You know, the, mm-hmm. the last guest judge I knew was when they had Jesse Ware on. I was like, oh, look at Jesse Ware's on. Cool. <laughs> we love her. And then they didn't use her for a lip sync song. You're like, okay, that was a big missed opportunity. <laughs> How are you going to be the guest that did not use my lip sync song, girl? <laughs> That's true. So, Why didn't they? Because they did that I with, don't with, know. with, 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 with that other with, people. They did that with Sierra and Casey Musgraves because we just got them re-watching All Stars 3. And they had Casey Musgraves and um, Sierra. No, it's All Stars 4. Sorry, because we're watching that right now. Um, and they were the musical guests, and they didn't use either one of their songs for the lip sync song, which I was like, that's kind of a bum. <laughs> it's because they can't afford it. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe yeah, not, the, but I mean, I mean, it's the reason why RuPaul's never done Supermodel because she don't own uh, it. She don't own it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that's why. That's why she's every other song of hers on this show, and she caters a song, you know. But she doesn't own Supermodel yeah. of the World, so that's why you'll yeah. never hear that, you know. Yeah. And so, and then there's a version that they use sometimes in little things here and there that sounds like RuPaul, but it's actually Willem singing Supermodel of the World because oh. they, they can't use the other track. So it's just like, <laughs> that's a little bit of thing. Okay, so did you like the little sketch? Because I didn't understand a bunch of the humor. I didn't understand any of the humor. I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, let's get this over with. Let's get to the runway. Like, And it felt like a really long challenge and sketch too, kind of. Like I was like, this seems to be going on for a while right now because they don't have anything else (laughs) to put in and then we also don't have commercial breaks with these you know that's true because we're watching on on wow presents so which i mean i don't mind not having a commercial break but still (laughs) it's just it's a little i don't know it just a lot of it you know because there there is a lot of like uk stuff that like you just said that you're learning a lot about this this, some of the pop yeah because you're just like i don't know like even the whole mickey thing like i didn't understand it but it was this like silly and way out there and i was like okay we'll ride this train girl like <laughs> well that's why i google like i will i will have like my subtitles on and i will google and the thing is and i know enough about england and i love london i love the uk and you know i and yeah. um but still there's like a lot of stuff that does also go like way above my head there was like a point like you know growing up in ohio that i like went to the library and all of a sudden was like would eat up stuff about like graham norton and you know, different, uh, like Katie Price, I would read all the stuff in like the OK magazine and stuff like that about her. You know, there was like a point. And so that's, so I do know some of it, but you know, some of the stuff, I think a lot of it has to do with like East Enders, like their actual TV show, because there yeah. was stuff about the show that they were bringing into it. But then yeah. I think that some of the delivery was also off because like Tace, I don't think she really realized the whole Karen of it all. And it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, is a Karen as big of a deal in the UK as it is here? Probably not. Or they just have a different name for it. <laughs> yeah. So that's something I wonder, you know, Bimini Bamboo Lash Karen. Um, <laughs> I just like saying that name. It's so cute. Uh, what else did we have here? The Panto Dame Runway. Um, I wrote Graham Norton looks good with a beard. Like yeah, he, he looks, looks good. He looks like like 
like respectable and he doesn't look like a bug. He used to look like a little bit like a CGI bug, like back in the day. <laughs> like and now he looks like like just like somebody's somebody's uncle. Um what else did I write here? So they did this whole thing. How did you feel about the dresses and whatnot? I thought they were okay. I didn't think like, I mean, I loved Lawrence's like very campy, like so perfect for her. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, Tace's I liked it. I didn't realize that she wasn't in the Panto, you know, wheelhouse, what Michelle said, but she was. So she that's was, good. She was in the outskirts because I was Googling and there was an actual image too of the thing that Ellie was wearing. Like when you, yeah. when you Google like Panto, um, panto pantomime and all that sort of thing and if you start looking down like there's a lot of stuff in that exact color wheelhouse and everything and i think that with you know we were sitting here watching on the couch and it was like it looked unfinished ellie's like yeah. it needed it needed like the crinoline underneath and like the the under you know the tool or maybe a bigger hoop or something you know what i mean it just kind of looked yeah and then who else was up there um oh bimini um, bimini yeah bimini was up there and bimini's look looked great so Except for but she I, always like, looks great. Yeah, and she, when she wears the yellow though. It's always like, it's weird on her skin. Like you pointed that out, and now it's gonna always bother me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so they, it was a double save, so we have a top four. This is their first year doing a top four because I know, like with America Drag Race, we did a top three for like ever. I think the last time we did a top three was season eight, mm-hmm. and then I think starting season nine is when we started doing a top four. So there's yeah. different there's different rumors going around about this one and the US that the UK shot shot everything mm-hmm. and they did the whole thing like how the All Stars does and they shot different endings, you know, th- you know, two to three different endings to see who was actually going to win and then they yeah. will find out when they tune in, you know, like how they usually do. Um, yeah. You know, like when they do when they record it live in, in LA, they usually do that as well, is that they record a bunch of different endings. And so that's why the taping is like seven hours long. And then right. the girls find out on the day of. So there's rumors that that's already happened for both US and UK because oh, wow. because of COVID, that you know, that that's it's already in the can. It's not gonna be that whole thing. But then there's also there's a rumor that the US didn't do that and but they don't want to do an actual um, digital virtual finale. finale like they did last year. I so, think they'll be able to do a real one this year, given, you know, everything that's what I towards a positive direction. So, and that was one of the things why, why they were saying that, that they pushed the, the episodes season has like been this. So long. <laughs> that, yeah, that they keep it, they're keeping it going. So who knows what the real truth is, but I those mean, are like yeah. all speculations that you're like seeing and like different people are rumors and like, some of the rumors are probably somebody, you know, my friend Stacy said this, so I'm going to put it on TikTok and now everybody's yeah. going, no. You know what I mean? So you never know what's going to be actually yeah. true when it comes to those kind of things. But I just think I mean, it's very, very We funny. have seven girls. We have seven girls left. So we potentially have three more weeks of episodes to get through, which will take us to the end of the month. I'm just like, can we get All-Star 6, please? Can we get the promo for it? Well, I'm ready. Is, I'm ready. Is that in the can? Because the whole, the whole rumor is, too, is that the winter season's happening. The winter season is happening. They did, the, um, All-Star 6 is done filming, as far as I know. They've done filming it because um, they filmed at the same time that they did season 13. Actually, they filmed All-Star 6 before season 13 and then season 13 filmed. So oh, Really? So it's done, from what I know. Um, and then they're supposed to be filming an all-winter season, I think, at the beginning of April. I want to say, or around April is what I've been told. So, so let's see where like, Bob and like, because Bob is right I think now. Bob he, is he doing li- it. I think Bob, Bob lives in LA. It. Yeah. Yeah, Bob lives in LA. He just moved to LA. Um, and I think they're trying to get Monet out to LA too as well. Someone was telling me that. Um, but they're saying it's really hard to get her love, away from New York. Bob and Monet have a podcast, Sibling Rivalry. Have you ever oh, heard yeah. of it? I love it. Yeah, they're great they're together. So I love the good. two of them. I mean, I can't wait till we get drag shows again. Um, I'm so dying to get to do that. I, I hope we get to do a Drag Me to the Dell. Maybe not this year, but 2022. I'm so hoping. I'll have hoping. my list ready for you. That <laughs> <laughs> I like start looking around, and I hope that like you know, and uh, uh, we'll see what happens when the world opens back up. These girls are gonna be so crazy running back yeah. down to Brazil, like because everybody's gonna want to do like live events. I'm just I Everyone's feel it in my bones. Them, yeah. 
I really want Lala Rue right now. I was telling you, Lala Rue is my favorite girl from season 13. She's just really? so much I love her. I love her energy. She's so much fun. And even when she lip syncs, you can tell the girl turns it out. I follow her Instagram and her stories. She's a resident at Lips in Atlanta, which is a huge deal. <laughs> and she like she throws down. Like the girl's fun. So I just love her energy. I think she'd be so much fun to get to do like, you know, meet and greets with and yeah. I love her. <laughs> But I will never forgive her for that bag outfit. Like, <laughs> like never, 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 never. Like you came to the Olympics of drag and you put true. on and you put garbage on your body. And she you made it. Like she said, she, let me let me get this garbage. Yeah. She she took it very literally and literally made bags. And then she was then it was like she glued this, bags to a corset is what she did. <laughs> It started off as this, like, you know, beautiful woman in this other outfit. Then she came out in these bags, and you're like, what happened? Then she's lip syncing, and she's no longer wearing a bag. Like, she's just wearing a handle <laughs> by the end of that lip sync. Like, it's just like, what happened? Like, don't do this to yourself, boo. Okay, flipping gears one more time real quickly before we go. Let's talk a little bit about some housewives. We don't have... Yes. We, we have Atlanta going on right now. Um, yes, talk about that we'll talk about that another time i want to touch upon a little bit about <laughs> about, about jersey because jersey kind of just started and i know that you just threw yourself into it so yeah jersey um, just started um i have to say i am definitely loving it and i remember uh, me and you talking about um you know beverly hills and then having a shake up with their cast and how adding family can create so much more drama and i was like yeah no but then watching Jersey and you see how they're all kind of interconnected and the drama is amazing. So I I'm told just like, you. I'm like, I'm living for it, which is making me like really happy that Kathy Hilton is going to be on Beverly Hills next season. So I'm like, hopefully we'll get some more of that family drama with Kyle and all of them. So we'll see. But yeah, the Jersey so. girls are turning it out. I'm living for the stories they are i think next to the beverly hills and the salt lake city girls they're definitely the most beautiful girls you know they keep themselves up well i love that you know some of this how the housewives you know you know i hate to rank on new york but the girls don't really keep themselves up that well because <laughs> the new york girls just have money and run around they are too busy drinking <laughs> and banging guys like they don't have the, the capacity to like worry about all that you know but yeah the thing about the New Jersey girls is like when you bring up like the family thing and that they've all known each other forever. I mean, it's Teresa's show that if yeah. Teresa goes away, the show's going away. So we just have to deal with it. And one of the great things right now, though, is like when they introduced Jackie a couple of years ago. Yeah. Jackie isn't afraid of her. She is just yeah. right back in her face. Like, let's think. But Jackie's looking stupid right now. And so Jackie you, you is have looking to, real dumb. Yeah. You have to watch, <laughs> you have to watch the most recent episodes. So I know that you so at the beginning of this the season, you know, with this whole thing about she went, Teresa goes to this party, right? And yeah. she just starts telling everybody about Evan. But then when she was sitting there with Jackie and she was like, I did not spread a rumor. I heard <laughs> a rumor. And then I went to the party and I told everybody about it. <laughs> You're like, that's essentially spreading the rumors we are. I'm so sorry. Like she I'm really so was. She was like, she was telling Valet. She was like, did you hear about this guy, Evan? Yeah, he's banging somebody at the gym. Like she told everybody. Like she told the cleaning staff, like the girl was like, can I take your champagne glass? She was like, yeah, he's banging some girl. Like she told everybody. <laughs> she did. She totally did. <laughs> they're, and they're all so dumb and fun. Like they get, they get yeah. all of like their, their phrases wrong all the time. Um, oh yeah. She was, she was, did I'm you watch last gasket. season? You mean, a, you mean a gasket? <laughs> yeah. I gotta, I'm going to blow a casket. I'm going to blow a casket. <laughs> That's like this. Trace is the same person who says ingredients, and she's written five cooking books like (laughs) five cookbooks. And this bitch says ingredients. It's just too much. It's so good. And like, just when they go back and forth, and when Jackie, I win. Oh, Jackie. No, 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 no. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, Jackie. You're, you're being really, really weird. The, the, the whole family aspect of with Teresa and Melissa, like Melissa needs Teresa to survive. Like she's not going to do the show without her. Um, yeah. So 
do we feel that Melissa is trying to pull a face off with J-Lo and one day she's going to be J-Lo? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe? Possibly? Look at that face. <laughs> like, look at that I mean, face. She's Melissa gorgeous. is gorgeous. I don't like her with the short hair. I think I was watching towards the end of last season and she had the short hair at the Envy fashion show. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, the short hair on you is not cute. Like, I love long hair on women. I mean, short hair on women looks great too. I'm just saying I prefer really long, beautiful hair on women. Um, it depends on what they're going through in the season. <laughs> it really depends on what the girl's going through because, like, for sure. Yeah. Cause you have some yeah. of these girls, like, because like look not at everyone's Robin, you know, like Robin from Potomac. Robin can rock a short do, and she's so fucking beautiful. But yeah. you know, Robin throws on a bus girls. driver because she's late all the time. <laughs> Robin overslept, and she shows up when she like. What time are you gonna get there? When Robin feels like getting there. Plus, she lives three hours away. So Robin from <laughs> we're talking about Robin from, from Potomac, which is just yeah, which is still great. Are you watching any of the uh, Dallas? No, I haven't watched any of the Dallas in a while. So. Neither have I. Neither. And they have I. the. They do have the most. I mean, they have the the, the handsome husbands. I want to say because I love just that that no. stupid look that guys. <laughs> but Jersey does though. That's one of the Jersey good things. Does. About- oh my god! Yes, Frank. Oh my god! I'm in love Frank with Frank Catania. Oh my god! I, just, I see the man. I see his hands. I'm like, I'm dead. Like, I'm like, please choke me. Like <laughs> Frank Catania looks like half the dudes at like the hole who just broke up with somebody. Like, <laughs> like they look like that's everybody who comes to the hole and they're like, yeah, I just broke up with so and so. And like, okay. Yeah. And then like 20 minutes later, like, who are they making out with? <laughs> like, that's Frank Catania. Like he, that's what he yeah. looks like. Uh, then, like, I love that look though, that just that Jersey Guido, like thick muscle, where the chains on around the neck, and they have the bracelets. Like, I love that look. I think I need to go to Jersey and buy myself a little bit. Well, look at Joey Gorga. <laughs> Joey Gorga, yes, absolutely. He's so handsome too. So mm-hmm. and yeah. like he's also like him and like he he's also trying to get like the whole plastic thing going on because he does not look like he how he used to. Like he's got a new face. His like face they, doesn't, yeah. But yeah, it doesn't look all, bad. It's no, not like it's, Khloe Kardashian. It's like <laughs> it's like too perfect though, you know what I mean? Like everything yeah. is, is is cut crease is ever is like there permanently. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. they've molded that onto that face. It's good though. Um he's taking have, he's taking that cake, he's taking her crumbs and getting, you know, face stuff with it. <laughs> have you seen the Danielle of it all, Danielle Staub, who's no longer on yes. the show? Did, I know did you see the she, video of she, her. her her and Teresa do yoga together, which I was dying. I was like, how did that happen? They don't anymore. <laughs> do they still? Oh, okay. No, no, I they don't. Know, do, no. I was, I think I was, I was watching an episode. I think maybe it was from last season. I think, you know, how they do like the little recaps of like what it is doing. And, and I said, Teresa's getting very zen lately. Oh, she no, they're not together party. anymore. I was she's, like, oh. she's done. <laughs> um, you have to see her Instagram live was so insane. Uh, okay, Stubbs. so she, Yes, she's doing okay. watch parties, right? And oh so, and the thing is, is and there's like people like they'll say stuff to her, and there's somebody said something, and she's like, "Fuck you, scumbag, scumbag, <laughs> scum fuck, you scum fuck." I mean, it's just insane. I'm gonna find one of those. Like, oh, yeah, and I love that about the Jersey woman too. I'm sorry, I love a foul mouth woman. I just do. I think it's my my mom was very foul mouth. She used the f word like every other time. So like these women kind of like bring me a little bit like towards my mom and remind me of that. <laughs> like Teresa's like, woman... they're like, they're like, what did you say, Teresa? She's like, I called her the c word like twenty times. <laughs> <laughs> but she like, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> she runs into like this trauma though for herself because what she does is she um she's watching she's doing live watch parties of the show she got fired from do you know what i mean like that's crazy that's that's like let it go girl yeah okay here i'm gonna need to let that go i'm gonna play something (laughs) on my phone out loud okay wait (laughs) okay you're gonna be able to hear it we'll circle back to that scum fucks but we'll circle back to that scum (laughs) like she's like just like she just yells at people like on her instagram and she's insane and so really funny She's serving what we need to be watching right now. So it's it's fabulous. Um, I'm trying to think what else here. 
yeah so look out for her stuff but this season and margaret's new teeth they're so fun she got the <laughs> Like she called she called Lisa Vanderpump and she was like, Hey, where'd you get them chiclets? <laughs> <laughs> where'd you get those veneers that darling? I need some. Yeah. <laughs> big Modge needs them. <laughs> Little Modge and Big Modge and everybody else. This has been fun. Thank you so, so much, much for joining me today. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So this has been like our little binge bitches reunion. And so hopefully we'll be putting yeah. a little few more of these out each month. And uh, maybe Gunther will join us in the future. So yeah, sounds good. <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you, Mr. Nelson. Um, you can find me in San Diego in my house because <laughs> we're in COVID right now. <laughs> truly, so truly, looking, truly. But if you're looking for me socially on Facebook, Nelson Castillo, and on Instagram, it's Yacht Queen. It's Y two, one Y, two A's, three S's, and then Queen spelled with a K because I didn't go to school for spelling. <laughs> she don't know how to read, you guys. She just watches TV. <laughs> she, <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> she has to ask Siri where to find the shows. Like, she don't even know how to find them. <laughs> I go like, Alexa, that... play Housewives. She does it, so. <laughs> she plays old seasons, so you just stuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but thank you so much. My name is D'Angelo. You guys can find me on Instagram at D'Angelo, D-A-N-G-I-L-O-G-O-G-O. And you guys can also find me on TikTok at D'Angelo. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Bald and Bingeable. Make sure that you guys like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts because that's where it really matters. And give us those five stars because they are free. Leave something in the comments if you guys can, even if it's mean, but give me five stars, but leave something mean. I don't care. Um, other, than that, <laughs> other than that, go ahead and run on over and listen to the old episodes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Good night from the lower level. Bye. Good night from the lower